evil plans. With the Jedi Council focused on the war effort, criminal minds are left unchecked to spread fear and corruption. Galactic gangster Jabba the Hutt has sent bounty hunter Cad Bane on a nefarious mission, which shall strike at the heart of the Republic. Meanwhile, the unsuspecting citizens of Coruscant go about their daily lives. again, Bucketheads, Mavar Tigar. Welcome to the 110th Jogan Fruit-Filled episode of MandoVision. Nargai Tom, and thank you so much for checking out this small, independent Star Wars podcast. Remember, the best way to reach out to us is, of course, via social media. We are at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. We even have a Facebook page if you want, if you still do that. Or, I, I've heard they're changing their name. I don't know. Whatever. You can also email the show. That's still working. MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share this show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. And remember, supporting the show via five-star reviews is an insanely great way to help us stand out and defeat the algorithm. We truly, truly appreciate it. Welcome to the show, old listeners, new listeners. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So glad you're here. You'll be listening to this on Friday after uh, American Thanksgiving. Uh, if you're not here in the States, um, uh, I, I hope you had a great Thursday. Uh, but it, as I mentioned on prior episodes, this long holiday weekend here in the States, I am using this as an opportunity uh, to move, uh, which is not fun. The, the, Mando, the Mando cave in which I record this podcast in is bursting with Star Wars goodies and, and comic books and, and action figures galore and, and pop dolls and the whole the whole shebang and it's just a lot a lot of stuff to get into a box and have to relocate to the other side of town it's a whole thing so I'm actually recording these uh, in the you know in, in, in what you would now consider the distant past uh, maybe a week or so in the past but, but so if there's been breaking Star Wars news uh, we're not going to talk about it on this episode I'll have to do a special uh, bonus Bantha Tracks episode of the show if any news breaks around the holiday weekend and whatnot. So, so be, you know, just, just to give you all a little heads up, uh, and since it is uh, Thanksgiving weekend here in the States, I mean, technically this is dropping on what, what, what is known as Black Friday. Um, sounds ominous, but I'm not going to the mall, so I, I don't care. <laughs> but I wanted to mention, again, because it was American Thanksgiving this yesterday, uh, I, I am thankful to all you wonderful people who have taken the time to download, to, to share the show, uh, to, to write me messages, send me notes, hit me up on social media. 
uh, you're all the best. I'm so eternally thankful and grateful uh, that that you have done that, that you support the show. It 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 means the world to me. And and uh, you know, uh, there's a couple out you I don't I don't necessarily want to single anyone out by name, but 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 you know, rural farm boy uh, Ryan's out there. Uh, and and you guys are just awesome on Twitter on and social media, always sharing the show, always always tagging us, uh, and it's it's awesome. And I know I know I don't want to speak for all the other shows, but I'm sure they are just as thankful and just as grateful for for all of the shows that you guys support and and help uh, spread the word about. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Truly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Uh, if you want, I'll send you a piece of pumpkin pie. I, I probably won't send the pumpkin pie. I'm I'm gonna eat it, but I'll eat it in your honor, and, and I thank you in advance. For, for for your understanding in that regard. All right, we have to get into an episode. We have another episode. Our Star Wars rewatch series continues. We're still cranking them out twice a week. Good, good, goodness, goodness knows how how I'm managing this right now. Uh, I'm stressed out beyond belief. Uh, but hopefully, we're gonna hit all of our notes, and and we're gonna we're gonna get through this together because we are all on the same team, and that's really what matters here. So yeah, we're doing season three, episode eight. Evil plans. Original air date was November 5th, 2010. Our plot for this episode, C-3PO and R2-D2 are tasked to get some Jogan fruit for a reception honoring Runin Senator Aang. But the droids are targeted by bounty hunter Cad Bane, who wants to extract information regarding the Senate from their databanks. That's not entirely accurate, but, you know, we'll, we'll let it pass uh, for now. We'll, we'll talk more about the, the particulars on the other side. This week's episode directed by Brian O'Connell, written by Stephen Mitchell and Craig Von Sickle. If memory serves, this is the first time we're seeing some, some writing from this duo. And um, we'll talk a little bit about that. Our main cast for this week's episode, returning the legend himself, Anthony Daniels is C-3PO, Seth Green is Toto 360, Corey Burton is Cad Bane, Helios 3E, and J0N0, Kevin Michael Richardson is Jabba the Hutt, Gorga the Hutt and Drugan Matt Lantern. Matt Lanter, excuse me. Goodness. And it is Anakin Skywalker and the droid. Catherine Tabor returns as Padme Amadala. Nika Futterman is TC70. D. Badley Baker as the shopkeeper droid and Arok the Hutt. Terrence TC Carson is Senator Aang and Alien. <laughs> Angelique Parent is SND1 and BON1. Tom Kane is the narrator. David Accord is the rabbit droid. And Duff Goldman, you know, that Duff. The Ace of Cakes himself is the Baker Droid. <laughs> How about that? I don't think I caught that originally in the in the, in the uh, initial credits for the for the episode. Anyways, uh, our Jedi fortune cookie this week: a failure in planning is a plan for failure. I think that one is, is fairly self-explanatory. It's always good to have a plan, and when you don't have a plan, usually things go awry. So let's get into it. Let's talk about this episode because it's kind of a doozy. And a couple different fronts. And uh, yeah, we'll save all that candor that I have in store for this episode for the other side. But you know what that means. It's that time. It's The time is upon us. It must be done. It is Black Friday. If you're at the mall, you should have this on already. But if you don't, it's time. Strap on your buckets. Let's go! Those are much too large. Have you seen the size of Rune and Teeth? Tiny. Tiny. Right away, sir. Well, that won't do at all. This is a social gathering for the communal taking of sustenance. Your effort evokes the terror of younglings fleeing a flesh-eating monster. Okay, then. All right, so we're back. It is Season 3, Episode 8, 
evil plans. And this episode gets banded around a lot as a uh, filler episode, a comedy episode. You know, the droid episodes in particular, sometimes they take a beating on, on, on the reviews. This one is garnishing somewhere around a low, in the low sixes as an overall score on IMDb. And, and, and it's the, it, the criticisms of this episode are not without merit. But what I want to say is I don't think it's filler. I don't think it's a uh, ridiculous droid episode that serves no purpose. That's, that's not what's going on here. Any problems I have with this episode are, are 100% story-based, and we will talk about those for sure because there are things to talk about as far as that goes, as far as like some, some uh, um, I would say unevenness in the story, some, some uh, not great things, not great takes on, on some of the characters. So we, 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 we come aboard, we're in Padme Amidala's quarters. She's preparing for a big fancy banquet for, for Senator Ang Arunian, and, and, and she's all stressed out about it, you know. Uh, Anakin's there, they're trying to spend some time together. Anakin's trying to keep her calm, but she's obviously very worked up because Senator Ang is, is, a, is the key swing vote uh, on this, this military oversight bill that, they, that Padme wants to pass in the Senate. So everything must go right. So that the Senate will, bill will pass, or I'm sorry, this military oversight bill will pass in the Senate. So she wants to get everything just right. Um, C-3PO is seen to the coordination of of the party, of the meal, of the table arrangements, all the all this stuff. And that's actually one of the strengths of this episode is that we get to see. It's rare that we get to see C-3PO in his element, doing etiquette and protocol. So that's one of the real strengths of this episode. I really enjoy his sort of um, his prissy nature. Definitely suits this episode as far as uh, uh, admonishing the, the serving droids when they bring out something that's ridiculous, like that ice sculpture, um, the you know the the huge portions of meat that they have concocted, all, all this stuff. Like th- this plays to C three PO's strength in so many ways, uh, and and it's nice to see him in the element that he wants to be in. Uh, so often. In Star Wars, you know, our our, um, our comedic elements from it come from placing C three PO in places and situations he does not want to be in, and he cannot uh, possibly uh, uh, handle without uh, something horrible going awry. And 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 to see him doing this and, and doing it well, and not you know not for laughs, not for uh, uh, our amusement, but just doing what he's programmed to do, what he is good at, what he's comfortable at, being in that comfort zone. I like that element of this episode. What I did not care for, and it's one of the very next things, as, as we find out that this very, very fancy cake, uh, Senator Ang's favorite delicacy, dessert delicacy, uh, the Jogan fruit cake, um, is not ready because uh, R2-D2 didn't go out and do the task he was assigned. Now, I... Listen, R2... <laughs> R2 and C-3PO have a very unique friendship and unique bond with each other a unique uh, um, dynamic is the word I want to use there I, the, the notion that R2 would would willfully ignore C3PO's request for this for this banquet uh, that it was the first thing that struck me as odd in this episode you know R2D2 is very mission oriented he's very mission based so when you tell R2 hey this is this is what we're gonna do. This is our task. We're gonna get it done. R two gets his tasks done. Sometimes, uh, you know, quick, quick and clean. Sometimes in a roundabout sort of way. But R two gets his tasks done. 
So the fact that he just sort of like willfully ignored this task, I brush up against that. I don't care for that um, sort of overt defiance and, and um, again, just kind of general rudeness to his counterbot. So I, that was the first thing that sort of struck me that I didn't care for. But, you know, it is what it is. So Anakin, in, in order to uh, alleviate Padme's fears and concerns that, the, that this party's going to be a disaster, the cake won't be ready, uh, Anakin... Uh, he delegates to the two R2 and C3. They both go together to get the Jogan fruit. He gives them credits and they sends them on their way. And the first thing that happens is they get swindled. They get swindled. There's not much they can do. I would imagine droids get taken advantage of quite a bit. When you send your droid out for an errand, uh, you know, you send him out to the market to get a, get a gallon of milk or something like that. You know, I bet the, those that shopkeeper sees that droid coming a mile away and knows that, uh, oh, I, I can get double the price for this gallon of milk. Well, that's basically what the Jogan fruit dealer does as well. It also claims he has the last four on Coruscant, which I didn't buy. I didn't buy that for a single solitary second. I bet he had four more in another one of those cylinders down below. Just keep them out of sight so that you don't know. You think you got the last four, and you're willing to pay four times the price. Insanity. Insanity. I bet, you know, it's a... it's a uh, Consumerism. It's it's what drives the galactic economy. So, so it happens. And, you know, these guys, hey, this, that market guy, he has to make a living too. I get it. But he's swindling those poor droids. You know, those droids who only have money from a Jedi who's not supposed to have any money at all. What are you going to do? <laughs> but this is when we, all, we find out that the, the droids are being targeted. You know, we, we, we see, we hear the voice of Cad Bane in, in, in uh, Toto 360. And they're making plans for the abduction of C-3PO. We don't know for what nefarious reasons. But, as we find out through the course of this episode, we do find out, again, once again, we are not in chronological order. This episode takes place before the, the finale in Season 1, The Hostage Crisis, where Cad Bane makes his debut and takes the Senators hostage as part of a plan to free Zero the Hut from prison. This is what sets that up. This is how uh, Cad Bane gains the intelligence he gains uh, senatorial maps so he knows where the rooms are. He can plot his egress into to and fro in the Senate chambers. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it sets all that up. This is, this is an episode that's setting up all those, those things that happened in, the, in that season one finale. So, again, we're back in time. We're at a different spot for a lot of these characters and their relationships. Very early on. Nothing's changed too much. Let's be honest. But... <laughs> But we're seeing Cad Bane kind of at the beginning of his plan, and we get to see what kind of strate strategist Cad Bane is, which is uh, a, a neat little element to his character arc overall, not just in this episode. And we get to see more of him later in this episode, too, as, as very cunning, uh, a, a cunning negotiator a, a against the Huts, even. Uh, and, and, you know, Jabba seems to appreciate a shrewd negotiator, but we'll get to that. We will get to that. And <laughs> so, oh... We talked about Cad Bane being in this episode, and we get to see sort of the, the his gang again, the one he has during the Hostage Crisis, which means we get to see two IG droids again, which I thought was really cool, because I, I always enjoy seeing an IG unit walking around, let alone two. That's always fun and exciting, right? So after getting swindled for the for the, uh, for the the Jogan fruit, this is when the abduction happens. Uh, Toto 360 comes out and tries to lure them to a, a droid renovation, kind of a, a spa, droid day spa kind of situation. Um, what's interesting about this scene is that C-3PO, the one who, who we have heard vocalize, um, 
his enjoyment for oil baths. Uh, he's not the one distracted and 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 um, persuaded by by T, by Tito by Toto three sixty. No, no, no. He has to get this Jogan fruit back for the banquet. Everyone's counting on him. He's on task. He's on mission. He's on point. It's R two D two, who is the one distracted, and and persuaded to go to this droid rejuvenation center. And it's it to me that is one of the more one of the the, the biggest out of character moments in the entire episode, is that. Uh, R2, in his haste to go to this renovation center, uh, totally ditches C-3PO and allows him to get abducted by Cad Bane and, and his, his, his crew. Um, and I suppose the droid rejuvenation center stuff is supposed to be amusing and, and, and fun, but it's, at the same time, it's juxtaposed against us watching C-3PO be tortured by a torture droid reminiscent to the one uh, in the employ of Jabba the Hutt in Return of the Jedi. Uh, again, interesting to see that droid in particular because we haven't had much interaction with them in the past. But we're watching C-3PO be, uh, you know, I, I assume as a, a, a form of electrocution that's not pleasant for droids, uh, be tortured for information that he doesn't have. Meanwhile, we're watching R2-D2 at a spa, getting buffed out, going in oil baths, um, you know, getting the, the whole spit shine done. Not a care of the world about where is C-3PO. That is completely, in my opinion, completely out of out of character for R2-D2, who, again, they have a bit of an uh, acrimonious relationship. Nah, acrimonious is a strong word. But they have a, they have an interesting kind of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern kind of dynamic, right? But they're still, they're still a friendship there. There's still a, a connection there, a bond, a, a, um, a love, if you will, between these droids. R2 would not just let C-3PO get abducted so, so easily. Now, R2-D2's true colors do come out at, at the end of the, towards the end of the episode uh, when when it's revealed that C-3PO is in fact not the one who knows plans and blueprints and things of that nature and that R2 is. And R- C-3PO basically sells out R2 to Cad Bane and puts him in the crossfire uh, which which 3PO immediately regrets. But I think we all understand that, that 3PO is not doing it intentionally. He's not doing it to save his own uh, uh, um, cybernetic skin, not cybernetic. That's not a word. It's not it, it's to save his his booty, <laughs> or to save his life. Even um, it, it's it's just C three P was just stating a fact. That's what he does. He states facts. He is factually stating things, uh, which inadvertently puts R two in the crosshairs, and he immediately regrets it and immediately feels terrible about it. Um, and, and again, we do get R two to figure out to come to his true character moments when he. He sort of allows himself to be captured to save his friend. That's the R2-D2 that we know and love. So where was this one who wasn't out getting the Jogan fruit when they needed it, you know, two or three hours before the banquet? Um, and where was this one that, that ditched his friend to go get an oil bath? That That's sort of my big problem with the episode is, is I, you know... R two is very out of character in this episode, and I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of it necessarily. It it, it brushes up against me in the in the wrong way, and especially in the sense that like, okay, you're you want to take us to a droid rejuvenation center, and you want us to uh, laugh at at you know R two getting all this pampered treatment and stuff like that, but you're cutting it against R C three PO being tortured, like that doesn't work. You can't go from that extreme to the other extreme. That's too much. It doesn't make I don't care for it. Did not care for it. Bummed me out and, and kind of bothered me. In case you couldn't tell. Also, 
I'm curious, and again, we have established this on the podcast many, many times. I'm not a smart man in, in a lot of ways, so I don't understand galactic economics at all. Who is paying for this droid rejuvenation center? Apparently, it doesn't cost any money to go. These droids just show up, get oil baths, get buffed out. But these things, you know, there's got to be costs involved. There's going to be overhead. This can't be a free service that the, the people of, of Coruscant have, have uh, you know, come up with for their droids. That seems unlikely to me. I want an explanation. I demand. An, no, okay. I'm not demanding an explanation, but it just seems odd. And at first, when I was watching it, I, you know, I, I couldn't remember this episode very well at all. And, and so initially I was like, oh, Toto 360 is trying to lure them to the Rejuvenation Center. And that's actually going to be like a false front. And Cad Bane's going to be, you know, behind a, a door or whatever and be like, haha, I got you now. And that was a terrible Cad Bane impression. I am so sorry. So sorry about that. But yeah, I thought it was like a false front situation to lure the droids in there and then they would be captured. Which in my, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm grossly, uh, 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 you know, tooting my own horn here, but that sounds like a way better plan than distract R2-D2 and then push C-3PO into a hover car. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So that that whole sequence confused me and threw me off, and it was really weird, and like the super... Um, I don't know if supers, you know, I don't know if supers the adjective I want to put in there, but I sort of like these like sexualized robots that are like running the place. It was there was some weirdness, some weirdness to that that droid rejuvenation center. That, that's all I'm trying to say about it. And for R2 to just you know wheel on in there without paying attention to what's going on with C3PO, it, it bugged me. It bugged me a bunch. Uh, but that does lead to C3PO being abducted, and we get to see uh, a Cad Bane. Kind of taking taking the the uh, the cityous route, you know, ha- hiding out in the uh, industrial zone on Coruscant, where where no man no man dares to go, apparently, and uh, that's where they're doing their base. That's where they're torturing C three PO. They're trying to get the information, and and once once R two comes to his senses and starts acting more like himself and turns himself in, the information is extracted from R two D two. Cad Bane does get the information he needs. Uh, they they mind wipe the droids so they don't remember where they've been that they've been abducted they don't remember their day it's basically like a short term memory wipe it's not a long term memory wipe and then they're dropped back off where they were picked up and luckily uh, during all this this hullabaloo uh, the Jogan fruit was dropped and it rolled off to the side and luckily somehow some way it's still there uh, and Cthulhu finds it on the ground and they go back to the to Padme's apartment uh, for the banquet and and. It's at the very last minute. It's almost over, but just in time for the dessert course, three people arrives with the Jogan fruit, which I thought they would like whip up into some kind of like icing or, or, or battery kind of thing and, and smear it along over this cake. Now they just they just sat four Jogan fruit on the top of it. Didn't didn't seem like that big of a deal to me. But what do I know about Jogan fruit cake? Eh, not much. Never had one. No one's offered. Uh, <laughs> The more interesting part of the episode is is is, is um, Cad Bane going to Tatooine, getting the information, and then being hired by Jabba the Hutt, and then the 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 head of the five Huts families coming together to discuss uh, what they will do about Zero and uh, how Zero is better off in their protective custody than in the Republic's, because Zero knows some stuff that they don't want the Republic to find out about. So it's time to break out Cad. Uh, excuse me, it's time for Cad Bane to break out Zero the Hut from the Republic prison that he's in on Coruscant, setting the stage for 
the hostage crisis episode at the end of season one. And also setting up um, our next episode, The Hunt for Zero the Hut, as we finally pick up the threads from that episode at the end of season one. I'm very excited to talk about that one. I'm trying to think. Let me look at my notes real quick here. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, R2 turning himself in, that's that's the first time that in this episode that R2 begins to act like R2-D2 to, to be noble, uh, turn himself in to save C-3PO, who's going to pay the price if they can't find him, if, they can't, if, 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 if Cad Bane's crew can't locate R2. So him escaping, he, you know, R2 had done a good job of eluding Cad Bane's crew, uh, but he hears them say that, like, if they don't, uh, if they don't find R two, C three P is gonna be, you know, killed for lack of of effort, um, and he, and R two won't allow that. That is the only time that R two seems to be in character in this episode. I don't know why he's acting out the way he is uh, earlier in this episode. It doesn't make much sense to me. Um, yeah, I don't know what else I want to say about this one. The the heads of the uh, of the five Hut families, they all have a very interesting look. Uh, there's a Don Corleone looking one. There is a uh, Edward G. Robinson looking one, uh, with facial hair. I even believe, chomping on a big cigar. That seems a bit ludicrous. Um, but I, you know, I, I don't have, I don't have a ton to say about that because they they do odd things with the huts in the comic books too. Uh, if you're reading War of the Bounty Hunters, you will probably have noticed a hut that's like super jacked. You know, he's not the big fat slug. He's got like abs. <laughs> if if giant space slugs had abs, he's got them, and he's all like ripped up, like he's been at the gym and stuff like that. He's got some biceps on him. So uh, the huts, hut uh, appearances are kind of all over the place, uh, depending on what medium you're you're pursuing. So I won't I won't criticize that too much because it seems to be kind of on brand for the other stuff that we do with the huts. But this episode, uh, it 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 gets a it's getting a six overall, and I think a six is about where I is is about where I'm at with it too. I could, I could probably knock it down more if I really, really wanted to. I don't care for R2's behavior in the beginning of the episode. I don't care for the, the, the sort of slicing these comedic elements against scenes of, of C-3PO being tortured. Didn't like that very much. But I do always enjoy Cad Bane. So there is that element to the show. And and again, there's parts of it that I really do enjoy. Like I, I, I Once again, I enjoy C-3PO in his element, doing etiquette and protocol things, coordinating the, the dinner banquet, I enjoy the little moments between uh, Anakin and Padme at the beginning of the episode as he's trying to like calm her down and, and um, soothe her her frayed nerves, if you will, from from this this banquet she's trying to organize. Uh, so again, there's moments in it, uh, but by and large, it, it's it, there's more. Eh, it, it's about fifty fifty on hit, on hits and misses. So again, I'll, I'll settle for a six. But if you catch me on a on a day when I'm I'm a little bit more fired up about things, I could easily knock it down to a five. Um, and that's that. That is that is evil plans, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 glad we're done with this one. It's not one of my favorites. I I love those droids so much that to see R two so out of character for the majority of the episode really bummed me out, and and uh, you know it just it just was disappointing. Just was disappointing. All right, bucketheads. Uh, this is the Mandivision Podcast. My name is Tom. I want to thank you once again for checking out the Small Independent Star Wars show. We would not be here without you, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Remember to reach out to us. Social media is always the best way, at Mando underscore Vision. Twitter and Instagram. Email the show, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Be sure you are liking, subscribing, and sharing the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. We truly appreciate it. And again, another easy way to support the show, sweet, 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 five-star reviews. They help the small independent shows like us stand out, not get lost in the shuffle of the algorithm. 
and the algorithm is the evilest of all plans. I think we all know that. So let's go ahead and get out of here. Uh, like I said, it's the Friday. It's known as Black Friday, probably around the world, I'm, I'm assuming. And uh, I am hoping to be in a position to have the show out on time on Monday. But as always, stay tuned on social media. If this move gets a little out of hand, if the, if the podcast studio is not set up in time, I will post a message and let you all know what's going on uh, and provide an estimated time of arrival for the next episode. Uh, but in the meantime, please stay safe, stay awesome, be good to each other, find some new Star Wars fans, make new Star Wars fans, and let's all get ready for the awesomeness that is coming right around the corner because uh, December is almost here and it's going to be Book of Boba Fett time. The countdown's begun. The countdown has begun. And remember, this podcast, it can only end one way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs>